All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hi, everyone. We're pumped to be able to share an exclusive trailer with you after the show. From Blue Wire Studios come Golden Goal, stories of soccer legends. Narrated by fellow Blue Wire host Brandon Kelly, each Monday, two new episodes will take a look into some of soccer's biggest stars and the moments that define their careers. From Holland, Zlatan, Messi, Rapino, and many more, each episode will focus in on the historical plays and personalities that make the sport great so stay tuned after the episode and listen to golden goal stories of soccer legends wherever you get your podcasts this is a web canopy studio production Welcome, everybody, to Dropping the Gloves with John, Scott, and Tim Wurzberger. How is everybody doing? Happy Friday. Tim, how are you? Good. I'm good. It's been a long week. How about you? It's been a long week. It's Monday. We're doing this film to recording on Monday, Tim. Are you lying to everybody? No. It's been a long weekend. Tim, you're such a liar. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Tim, he's got to work on his fibbing. Sorry. We're doing a double duty episode here because I'm literally minutes away from baby duty and i don't want to not have an episode for you guys to listen to listen you animals need your entertainment so i'm doing two episodes today so tim don't lie to the people come on (laughs) sorry you gotta keep them keep it honest i'm not gonna lie to everybody it's not how i live my life maybe that's how you live your life sinner okay so we just talked about that last episode we talked about the deal the covid or the um the cba deal is is that you want to go in on the the hubs and the, the return to play and all the protocols, Tim, was there anything else you got on your mind? Uh, I, we can start there, but I, I do want to quickly touch on some big news in the sporting world outside of oh. hockey and Ooh. my new England Ooh. Patriots have signed uh. Cam Newton. And this, this came in last week, but we haven't talked about it on the show yet. So I think I, I'd like to give you the opportunity publicly to renege on the bet and, and bow out gracefully. If you'd like to do so to say the bills will not be winning the division anymore. I will double down. I will double down on my bet. We can do whatever you want. I, I don't think this changes anything. Newton's a bum. He was on my fantasy team last year. He was a complete train wreck. He was injured. He's garbage. Yeah, he's always injured. He's got his foot. He's got his shoulder. 
he is he had one good year where he won MVP, and that was it. He's done. He's I, I think this is a big, big lose for the Patriots. I think they're gonna just be kicking themselves for signing Cam Newton because I don't think he fits into Bilicek's system. I don't think he he's gonna work there. That's just my hope. That's my hope. What <laughs> you you probably love it, right? You think, oh, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I would say yes, the Super Bowl parade is back on. And I, and I think it's one of those things that's like it can only help him. The situation can hurt him. He's not going to play here next year because if he plays poorly, they'll give him the boot. If he plays really well, he's going to put, you know, I'll play our whatever we would pay him in a new contract. So he's, it's, it's going to be a temporary uh, experiment. And I think it'll go well. He has a very, very small contract, big incentives. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see it working. Who, who is he going to throw to? Edelman? Edelman, they got Sanu too. So, excuse you. What did you say? Mohamed Sanu. God bless you. What did you say? He's very good. He's super underrated. Who is? Mohamed Sanu. Are you, did you have pepper on your nose? Excuse Tim. Unbelievable. Excuse me, Sanu was good like five years ago. And he was good because he had Julio Jones taking all the coverage off of him. There's no way Sanu is going to be good. He's a bum. He's like Calvin Benjamin. Remember when the Bills signed him? They're like, oh, this guy's great. Calvin Benjamin was terrible too. Sanu is just another one of him. I don't uh, see no. it happening. Who's their tight ends? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. Who's their running backs? They had the same ones from last year. Yeah, who are they? James White. Yeah, the guy to catch. He's not a running back. He's a pass catcher out of the backfield. They're Listen, they are in trouble. We saw how well Newton worked with McCaffrey. Not very well. You think he's going to work well with James White, who is a poor, poor, poor man's McCaffrey? McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey? Whatever his name is. Tony Michelle? He's big, too. Who's that? He's their starting running back. Yeah. got him in the first round a couple years ago. I actually had him on my fantasy team two years ago. He was all right. He was okay. He gets his touches. Yeah, but he's he's going to have a big breakout year this year. He was hurt all last year. But he he was in an offense where it was pass heavy, and he just got the garbage touchdowns around the one yard line. Now they don't have like they're not a pass heavy. Newton is not a good quarterback. He's not good. He's been garbage for like three years. His good year when they took him to the Super Bowl, he's been trash ever since. So we'll see. I still think the Bills are the overwhelming favorites. Overwhelming favorites. I stand by my bet. You you New England fans are all the same. It drives me nuts. Well, it's like, oh, all we know. We got Cam. Got Cam. We're going to win everything. When's the last time the Patriots won the Super Bowl? Like two years ago? What have you done <laughs> yeah. for me lately? All right. Let's get to hockey here. So we, we delved into the CBA last episode, which is really interesting. Let's delve into the other side of that. Now that we got the paperwork out of the way, let's get to the hockey stuff that affects the players, that will affect the fans. Let's go through that and talk about the big bubble that they're going to do. The, the phase two, the phase three protocols, this and that, where the hub cities are, where the players are going to live, all of this stuff, Tim. Do you want me to walk you through it and you give the answers this time? Sure. All right. What does it mean with these players living in a bubble, Tim? Tell us what that means. So, so one of the first things it means that there's a strict limit uh, on individuals associated with the team, including the players, and that number is 52 individuals right now inside what's called the secure zone. That includes ownership, players, coaches, executives, staff, um, and, and it even goes into detail on which staff members are allowed. 
Um, and you can have no more than 31 players, which is bigger than normal, right? It's usually 25. 23. 23. Um, and that list has to be submitted on to the NHL by July 13th. So does that mean, uh, I guess, does that mean the minor is, – is the AHL officially canceled? Did I yeah, they that? were canceled uh, like a month ago. Okay. So that so, means, yeah, yeah – a lot of the French players are going to get the chance to, to, to practice and maybe get a shot with the, with the pro lineup. Which is a big deal because they, they expand the rosters in the playoffs usually, but never to 31. So that's, that's a big number. What's, what's funny is if you're like a fringe scout or a coach who's like a, the goalie coach or like a, an AHL coach, you do not want to be included in that bubble. <laughs> you're just like hoping to not get that call to say, Hey, guess what? You made the bubble. Let's go live in this like bubble and not see anybody for two months. You're just like, Oh, please don't call my name. I do not want to go to this bubble. If you're a guy in the AHL and you're like going to be 51, 50, like if there's 31 players and you're just like, Oh, I'm going to be 31 or 32. What's that's the deal. You do not want to be player 31 getting your name called to be included in that 31 players. Cause you're just going to get bag skated for a month. You're going to get nothing of it. And you're not going to see anybody. You're just going to have to live in a hotel on one floor. Like that was, I don't know. I would not be happy if I got my name called. If I, I don't know, that, that would be terrible to me. Yeah. But if you were like a 25 year old kid, this is the first chance getting called up. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be cool. It'd be cool for like two weeks. And you'd be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the best player in the AHL. Now I have to come here and get bag skated and I don't get to do anything fun. I guarantee you there's not going to be any beers in the hotel very often so it's not like they're going to be able to like go out and let loose a little bit so who's going to be the first person to leave the bubble that's what i want to know <laughs> who's going to be the guy who was caught out in toronto one night and like psh, 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 look at there's Kadri. he's out in a bar in toronto like who's going to be the guy <laughs> i can't wait it's gotta be someone from Cor- toronto like trying to sneak out and meet the boys they grew up with or something right or just go home and meet his family yeah go home and sleep in his own bed one night matthews is like i'm done i'm going home like eh, <laughs> that's gonna be hilarious because half the league is from the Toronto area. Like that's an exaggeration, but there's a lot of guys who live who live in that area during the off season. They're gonna have so many temptations and calls and texts and like this and that. It's just gonna be funny. Single guys, like come on, it's just it's bound to happen. Someone's gonna sneak out just to go have some fun. So um, this this uh, the rules also like specifies which. Staff members are allowed to bring a board. And by the way, this whole article is written by uh, Praying Sarah Valley on, on TSN. Go check it out. It does a great job outlining kind of what this all means. So each team will have at least one physician, one security representative, one club for uh, phase four compliance officer, which is basically making sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to in regards to the pandemic. And then one content creator slash social media member. Which, you know, it makes sense, obviously. It's part of promoting the game. One person kind of in charge of all this stuff. But it's kind of funny in a lot of everything going on that they said this social media Instagram person is like essential personnel, right? Yeah, well, you got to publicize the game. You got to push it. And that it's going to be so annoying, the, the little social media wars. The teams are going to go at each other. Oh, we're on floor 17. You're only on floor 12. Like, how does that <laughs> yeah. feel? Yeah. Stupid things like that. So anyways, very, very good, Tim. The bubble. I got my head wrapped around it. What's next? So let's talk about how the testing is going to work. So everyone inside what's this bubble or safety zone is going to be tested daily for COVID-19 via the nasal swab, which is, have you, have you seen how that all works? No. It's supposed to be like painful. It's like a long swab, like this, like those tongue depressor, not the tongue depressor, but the long, like it looks like a long Q-tip, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like, they're like up scrambling your brains they get way, way in there. Um, and they also get temperature checks and, and regular symptom screenings. 
which again, you know, it's, it's gotta be annoying, but it's super important. How do they um, take their temperature? Uh, I don't know. Probably a forehead, like, you know, a uh, scanner or something. Hmm. I would, I would go for the more accurate anal testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my preferred. Whenever I go to the doctor, as they say, we need to take your temperature. I just initially, so let's, yeah. let's get it. Let's get right to the bare bones. Just drop I want to know, know to the 10th digit what my temperature is, doctor. I bet you do, John. I do. Um, and I, you know what? I'm healthy. that's right where you should be that's right where you should be so beyond each individual team like we said before like there's a ton of logistics that goes on to putting a game even if no one shows up um and so everyone outside of the the team um is going to be tested as well and that's going to include obviously player staff officials the arena ice crew security the the bartenders the restaurant people food service uh, housekeeping for the hotel, hotel kitchen and food prep staff, bus drivers, anyone associated with the transportation. So basically, as he said, uh, simply put, any person who is contact or may come into contact, even indirectly, will be tested daily. That's a lot of tests. Sorry? That's a lot of tests. A lot of tests. It's also like, you know, if I'm a bus driver and, and I'm responsible for this, but this means like I have to be careful in, in every aspect of my life and my family and who I come to contact with when I go to the grocery store, because I'm, I'm now responsible for some of the player safety in the, in the NHL. You know, right. Well, that, that's the thing that kind of, I question, it's like, why not just get a bus driver in the bubble or teach someone on, on the staff to drive the bus? Yeah. Just get a security guard to drive the bus. That way you just eliminate a thousand people who you have to be worried about because those 31 bus drivers or 24, excuse me, are going to come in contact with hundreds and thousands of people. And like those COVID tests, sometimes they, they come up negative, you know, a false, a false negative. And there's this, you're just opening up that little kind of door for something to happen. And then once he contaminates one player, it's just like everybody, you're done. So just little kind of cracks like that, you can seal up. It just makes sense that they would, all right, here's your bus. Only the players and staff are on it. And Doug, you're the bus driver. Learn how to drive a bus. <laughs> like, you know? Just teach the 31st player to, to drive the bus. Yeah. It's all up from the HL. He packs the bus, he unloads it and loads it, and he drives it. That's his job. Just with being a freshman on JV hockey again. Yeah, oh, that was the worst. Unload the bus. <laughs> when the first time someone told me to do that, I was like, are you kidding me? No. Like, no, seriously, you got to unload all the buses, all the sticks, all the staff, all the sweaty jerseys. I'm like, this is terrible. I was a rookie for like five years in a row. I absolutely hated it. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? Bet Online has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. Now that's one word BLUEWIRE. Bet Online. They are your online wagering experts. Drop 
Um, and so it is a lot of tests. It's basically including the players and, and all the surrounding staff. You're looking at about 2,000 tests every single day Yo, to sir. begin a tournament. And obviously you're going you're gonna to narrow a little bit as, as play, teams start getting eliminated. But that's, that's significant. Yeah, that is a lot of tests. And what there's a lot of questions, I guess. But that's good. That's good. They're not going to skimp on the testing. They're not going to like go a couple days. It's every day. Is it before and after, or is this once a day in the morning? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably once a day. And like, when will the results be? Because if just say you get tested Tuesday morning, and then you don't get the results until Wednesday night, like you've already infected half the league. So those are little things. Like, what? How long do these tests take? Blah blah. blah all this stuff. Little stuff. Well, that's we have part to of it for. too. Is like what what baseball is seeing is some reports came out today. It's like. Hey, a guy got tested. I want to say maybe the Astros or it's like, Hey, I got tested three days ago and I still haven't figured out how I scored yet. And meanwhile, we've been practicing every day. Yeah. That was a guy from the nationals. Do do little. Okay. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And it's like, you need to have instantaneous results, test them that night. They know the results in the morning. I think that's the way to go. Like keep them in their room, test them. They get up in the morning. They have to be quarantined. So I don't listen. I'm not in control, but that's what I would do. And I, like, I'm not a doctor. That's just what I would do. Okay, keep going, Tim. What do we got next? Yeah, so the next section is called calling it off. So basically, in, in simple terms, this is like each team in, in the league and, and everyone involved basically can, has their discretion to be able to call this off or to, or to delay or postpone or cancel a game based on, like, dire needs or dire circumstances. So, like, an outbreak of, of players who are test, either test positive or start showing symptoms, anything that, that can put other people at risk. Uh, health or safety wise or jeopardize the integrity of the competition. Um, multiple people have the ability to call this off. And I, I think it's interesting they called it out because it seems like it's one of those things that would just be obviously or, or implied. Um, but obviously they felt it significant enough to, to make sure this is in writing that all these, all these different parties involved have the ability to call the game off for any, any number of reasons. Yeah. I think this is more of a smoke like, Oh, look at, we're doing something great. That, that I think this is obviously implied. Like you said, what makes this a frivolous announcement or a thing they stuck in there? They don't give a number. They don't give any number. They just start super vague. Yeah, you know, we're, we're going to call it off, but we won't, we won't give you a number which we're going to shoot for. So it could be 100 players, but we're still going to keep playing. We're going to be very vague about it. I don't like that. I, I think you should give some kind of indication, like whether it's 20% of one team, um, 20% of the whole league, 30% of one team. You need to give some kind of parameters so we know. It's like, okay – this is when we're going to stop because you can handcuff a team pretty bad. Are they going to do it where, okay, this team was a playing team that won the first round and now they're in the big rounds, but they're not projected to go to the Stanley cup, a team like the Islanders, just say the Islanders win and they get ravaged with this. Well, the league's going to carry on. But if you have a team like Washington or Boston, they get it. Well, all of a sudden we have to slow things down because this is a Stanley cup contender. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it would have been nice to see a number. Like if, if you have a team of 31 players, if, 10 players get it. We're not going to play, you know, but that's a good point because you, you have to be able to objectively, regardless of which players get contaminated or which, you know what I mean? Like if it's, if some of the fringe guys or, or a fringe team, that's already down, you know, two, nothing or three, nothing in a series get eliminated or get, get test positive or something. You can't really treat that differently from as, as if Ovechkin got tested positive, right? Yeah. Or the Bruins test positive. You have to be objective about it. By not putting a number on, they are being subjective. Right. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And hopefully they're not, but I, I just feel like that's why they didn't put a definitive number on it because they will be subjective. They'll, they'll have a case-by-case case kind of 
decision. That's that's how they've worked when the suspensions. That's how they've worked throughout this whole kind of NHL career that they've had throughout the whole NHL, basically. So, so let's, Gary Bettman's tenure. Go for it. Yes. Keep going down the list here. The next section is compliance. So any team that violates the rules set in this whole protocol is going to face significant penalties, potentially fines, and or the loss of draft picks. So they're not messing around here. Um, and, and I wonder, too, like, I, I think a lot of this is not that they're bluffing, but a lot of it is just a deterrent more than anything. I'm sure they don't anticipate or, or want to punish any team, but they're making sure that, like, anyone's, everyone's going to take this seriously. And if you don't, you will face the, uh, the consequences. Players don't care about draft picks. You think that's going to stop a player? Not a chance. You think if Anthony Duclair or Max Domi want to go out, that like a draft, oh, we're going to lose a fifth round or we shouldn't go out. <laughs> yeah, but any player who refuses to follow the testing or, or this whole protocol is not going to be allowed to participate and may be permanently removed from the bubble. Again, <laughs> you think that's going to stop somebody? If they're down 3 nothing in the series and they're like, oh, my buddy's having his 20th birthday party. I wish I could go. Like You're going to go to that party. Maybe. For sure they're going to go. They're going to sneak cool. out the back door of that. Hilton or Four Seasons, wherever they're staying so fast, make your head spin. Wow. We're gonna, and we're actually going to get to that. So uh, just a quick note here. Opt out. Any player may choose not to participate in this tournament for any reason without penalty. So no fines, nothing like that, no suspensions. Um, but they have to do that uh, until July 13th. I think that's um, a good one, yeah. Don't, don't penalize anybody for not wanting to play. So bubble life itself, it's tightly secured like you think it would be. Um, you know, there's, 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 I'm sure there's security protecting who can go in and out. They're going to have gyms, hotel, fitness center, food, all that stuff. I'm sure they'll have entertainment. Um, they're also planning some league-approved, quote-unquote, excursions, both inside and outside the bubble. So uh, it could be a golf outing. It could be, um, you know, some kind of, you know, any outdoor activity that's something that in a public capacity that's still – quarantined within a bubble, but outside of the hotels from which they're living. Here's the thing that I don't think I'll be able to maintain. They say they there, you will not be able to visit each player's rooms that when you have to, when you go to your room, you have to stay in your room. I don't understand that, that, that there's no way that'll be enforced. No way. Players love to play cards in each other's rooms. They love to hang out, especially if they own the whole floor, those doors will be open 24 seven. Like there's, there's no way they'll be able to enforce that. I just think, the players, I don't know. When I was playing, after a game, after a practice, if we had a day off, we'd, we'd get in somebody's room, we'd get a deck of cards, we'd grab a couple cases of beer, and we'd just have a good time. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what we would do. We'd call, we'd do a hot stove where we just kind of go around and talk and complain about players and coaches and this and that and GMs and chirp other players around the league. So it just it's what players do. I just don't see that part happening, which is not a big deal because if everybody's negative in the hotel, that makes sense. They're not going to infect each other, but I don't know. The outings are an issue. If you go to a golf club and there's the, the cart people driving around with drinks and the people there serving, like they got to test everybody when they go to an outing and just make sure everything's safe there. So I don't know. It's nice that they're including that. They're not just like saying, okay, go to this hotel and shut your door and not, you know, don't say anything. That's, that's a nice little perk. <laughs> yeah. So obviously masks are mandatory and then there's, there's some logistical rules that I'm not going to, you know, bore people with about, you know, the testing when they arrive in the bubble, how what do they, sorry, is there anything with families, guys who have kids and why, like a wife yeah. and yep. what, yep. Yep. what is there's that? A whole section on family visits. So players, immediate families, including spouses and children will be permitted to join the bubble during the conference finals and Stanley cup final in Edmonton 
they'll be allowed to stay in the same hotel room as the player only after the you know the they follow the, the quarantine and testing rules leading up to that moment. Um, and that means the players advancing to the conference final final will have a minimum of five weeks away from their family before that. Yeah, and it's like just that five weeks. If I'm putting myself in their shoes right now. I'm about to have a baby. That may, puts me at six kids. Some players have three, four kids. Do you think my wife wants me to leave her alone for four weeks, five weeks? With the, like, there's no way that would work. That that's really puts a, a burden on the, on the family and the wife, especially. Yeah, like, that's yeah. Big. But I'd be curious to know, like, you say that now after being retired for a few years. Like, what would your mindset have been if you were, you know, 29 and, and about to, you know, play for a championship? If I'm on a team that is – contending then yeah maybe that's a different tune but there's only well i guess there's a little more there's a few more teams this year that are going to contend but still like your family plays a factor in this like that's that's a big voice in the decision so i don't know it'd be nice if they kind of uh took that into account maybe they did we just don't know but it it does say players are authorized to leave the bubble for a medical reason or extenuating personal circumstances like the birth of a child or death in the family and be and be permitted to return so and they'll be in quarantine when they return, probably. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because, yeah, the players, before this deal was signed, I know that was one of their big issues was their families and being away from them for such a prolonged period of time. So, okay. Okay. Anything else, Tim? No, the last stuff here is just kind of the boring logistics of, like, um, how what happened when a t- player tests positive. Is, you know, there's multiple tests. There's immediate uh, isolation. NDAs make sure that it doesn't get uh, released publicly. Um and just cleaning procedures. But that, that's the bulk of it right there. Here's a question. What if someone just buries someone from behind, gets a 10-game suspension? Is he allowed to leave the bubble? <laughs> I don't know. What's that answer? Well. What happens if Zach Cassian goes all Red Ross in the first round and just loses his mind on Matthew Kachuk and decapitates him? But they move on in the series. What happens then, Tim? Probably he just stays in his room and watches the games, right? I don't know. Does he get to go home and then come back and quarantine real quick? I don't know. I would say I no. Know. I would say no, especially since he's the one who created that situation. These are the questions that I have that need to be answered. Who can we get on the phone about this? Let's get Gary on the phone. Text him right now. Gary Bettman. I don't know. It'll, I'm sure these questions will be answered because they'll, they'll come up these situations. They always do. They always do. But all right. Good recap, Tim. Thank you. Well, we we're recording this on Monday and this is going to release Friday. I'm sure lots of new, new developments or, or new directions will come out between now and then. I'm going to be curious to see what, are, what will have changed in that time. And that's what we're looking at right now. So it'll be 12 teams in each city. And do they say which hotels? Are they going to have one hotel only and then basically just have a, one hotel for NHL players? 12 floors, they get the lobby, they get the hotel bar. Everything is just NHL in that hotel. Maybe. It doesn't say. Um, but, yeah, it, I'm sure that's the case. Hmm. We should make a road trip. Isn't it interesting, too, like how they're both Canadian cities? Well, no, just because the U.S. is experiencing this big uptick in cases. That's why they, they exactly. took it out of Vegas. But that's what I mean. It's just like, you know, Canada just must have handled this much better than we did or something. Canada is less populated. There's less chances to kind of transmit the virus. The, the population alone is Canada is a, a fraction of what it is in the States. So that's true. That, that's a big, big reason. And then most of the population in Canada is right against the border. So a city like Edmonton 
it's just not even a big deal there, I bet. So no, it's, it's nice all in Canada. Then they can just continue everything in Canada. You don't have to worry about traveling back and forth. So yeah. it'll be nice. I'm, I'm excited to see this going forward. I didn't realize that Canada has 37 million people, which is one tenth of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Not many people. And of those 37 million, I think a good 80% live within, I think it's something like 20 miles from the border, something like that. Wow. Yeah. So the majority of the population is right along that border. That's why Edmonton is a little bit up there. So that'll be fine. Toronto might be a little tricky, but Edmonton will be fine. Right, Tim? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Well, I think it's time. I think we've, we've done our due diligence. We've worked this over. Hopefully next week we can talk about hockey training camps being started because it's going to be time for training camps, July 13th. So we'll see, Timmy. Who's your pick for the cup right now? Quick, Bruins. quick. Huh? Bruins. Did, did they have a good goalie in the HL that I don't know about? They got Halak. Oh, excuse you. That's, that's disgusting. Okay. Let's move on then, everybody. I'm glad you joined us for this exciting episode. Please stick with us. It's going to get better. We're, we're bound to get better at one point. And um, like I said, hope everyone's safe and happy and doing well. And we will see you next week. Cheers. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including t-shirts hats hoodies and so much more and please please leave a review on apple Podcasts. it's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love thanks and see you next time This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0 and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair... Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire.